Hey yo, what up? You are tuning into the Who We Are podcast. I'm your host, Destiny, and I am so glad you're here today. Let's get started. Hey, what up? I am so glad you guys are here to tune into this week's episode. This week, we are going to be diving in and talking about healthy boundaries and what it means and what it looks like to create and have healthy boundaries with people. Doesn't matter if it's relationships, as in a romantic kind, a friendship, a parent, a boss, even with yourself, just creating healthy boundaries. Because also often something I'm noticing in today's society is more and more the level of boundaries or lack of them we have with ourselves and others and we just, we don't have those healthy boundaries. And for so many reasons, you know, people are afraid to say no, what if I hurt them, this, that, the other. And we just, we don't have boundaries, but they are so important for us and they are so important for our health that like we need to have boundaries. Like boundaries are a good thing. Like God creates boundaries, you know, he sets the boundaries of don't have sex until marriage, you know, he sets the boundaries of this is what it looks like. You need to honor and respect your parents, you know, there are boundaries for everything because when it goes, when something goes out of its boundaries, it becomes unhealthy. And that's why sometimes relationships become toxic and unhealthy because they've taken out of their boundaries. So yeah, we're just going to really be talking about that. And honestly, it goes down to if you don't have boundaries for yourself, whether it's just for yourself with certain things of, no, I'm not going to eat that food, you know, or I'm not going to do that because it's not healthy for me, or I'm not going to go there and hang around those people because it's not good for my mental health. If you don't have boundaries for yourself, you will never be able, honestly, to have healthy boundaries with other people because you're going to constantly just you won't know when to say no you know and you aren't showing people how to respect you and when you do that you begin to violate your own integrity and what I mean by that is you who you are who you are inside your identity okay you need to know your worth okay and that's my tip number one know who you are and what your standards are and live by those standards know who you are and live by those standards If you know that you are chosen, that you are loved, that you are redeemed, that you are a child of God, that you are priceless, you are not going to dress like a slut walking around. You are not going to carry yourself as an ugly human being. You are not going to tear yourself down, you know, and we are all on a life's journey, constantly growing and becoming better people. And you might even hear this, some people say, figuring out who we are. Yes, you are constantly figuring out and trying new things and growing. That is a part of life. If you are not growing, you are dying, okay? So you are constantly learning new things. You are constantly growing. Oh, I really like this type of new food. Or I really like learning Chinese. You know, you are constantly figuring out who you are. But the truth of the fact is your identity lies in Christ. And that is in the roots of who you are. And that is where you create those boundaries, by knowing who you are, okay? A person who knows who they are, they do not stand in the mirror and tear themselves down. They do not point out every flaw. They do not tear themselves down and belittle themselves. Unless that's who you truly think you are. And if that's the case, I pray and hope that you realize there is so much more to you than that. That you are worthy of love. That you are worthy of success. That you are worthy of succeeding, which is success, but there's different ways. You are worthy of creating the life you love. You are worthy of money. You are worthy of whatever your heart desire is. Like so many people, that's what holds them back is their fear and excuses because they don't feel like they're worthy. And ultimately you're worthy of the cross because Jesus's blood, when he was shed, when he died on that cross and his blood was shed, made you worthy for him. Not by anything that you did, but by purely him, you know? 
and you are so loved and so chosen then you need to treat yourself as such i'm not saying act haughty and prideful and look down on other people of i'm better than you that's not what i'm saying but you do need to know who you are and you need to know those standards because when you are constantly tearing yourself down pointing out every little flaw you're not loving yourself and you're not caring for yourself and if you don't then no one else will like yes people will care for you and people will love you but you will not be able to experience that love and you will not be able to take it in full because if you don't love yourself you aren't going to be able to fully properly realize other people love you because people can be the most loving caring people towards you they can pour love on you every day but until you start accepting that you're not going to feel it you know and ultimately you need to find your source of identity in christ and when you know who you are you know how you want to be treated if you are if you know that you are worthy and that you are priceless you're not going to just let people walk all over you if you set high standards for yourself to be treated with respect when people disrespect you you're not going to allow that so the first step to creating healthy boundaries with people is to know who you are and to live by those standards and by that i mean living by god's standards and God sets some pretty high standards for you. And it breaks my heart when women in our culture have allowed them to be swallowed up by these insecurities of what beauty looks like. And they start to live by those standards of the world rather than living by the standards of God and who he says they are. If you are defined by the creator, don't let the creator define you. Because you're already defined by the creator. So who are you to let the created get to decide when the creator's already decided? So that's tip number one, is know who you are and live by those standards. Tip number two, get over the fear of conflict and constantly people-pleasing. This one, I will be honest, is a slight hard one for me that I still struggle with in today. You know, I'm constantly growing and getting better at this and standing up for myself, you know, and it drives me nuts because so many women, like this is definitely geared towards women. If you're a guy listening to this, you, you can definitely learn something from this. You can either learn something from yourself or something about the ladies in your life. But women are big people pleasers in the sense of emotional people. And there are guys that are emotional too. That's not what I'm saying at all. Guys are not just these non-emotional zombies. No, guys are emotional too. But women are a lot more emotion driven and they often are the ones to say, well, it would hurt their feelings or it could kill them, you know? And, you don't have that power, <laughs> okay? You do not, I'm pretty sure I've said this before, you do not have the power to do that. You know, that is their own choices and their own actions, okay? You are not God. Second of all, if it's hurting you, it's a serious thing, okay? That is not something to be taken lightly or just to shove aside. You know, if it is hurting you and making you unhappy in your life, you gotta stop people pleasing. You know, you gotta stop being afraid of the conflict. If they're is someone that is constantly tearing you down, you know, and hurting you, tell them no. Care for yourself. It's not something to push off. You know, taking care of yourself is a very serious thing and so many people neglect it. They neglect it and they make excuses of why they neglect and love, don't love themselves. I don't have time. Or there's better things to do. Or I could be caring for other people. Well, here's the truth. You have time. <laughs> Simple as that. Mic drop right there. You have the time. Whatever is important to you, you will make time. And I pray and hope that you make time for yourself. You know, it drives me nuts in our Christian culture when they have the saying, joy, Jesus first, others second, yourself last. Like, that is such taken out of context. So often. Like, yes, 
We are called to be servants. We are called to serve others and to put others before ourselves. But even Jesus took time for himself before the people. Jesus took time to get alone, time to rest, time to get alone with the Father and pray and read the scriptures. He took time for himself. So if Jesus, the Son of God, God in of himself, took time for himself to renew himself, how much more important is it us for us to go and renew ourselves? Because an empty bucket has nothing to pour out. And it's when we are overfilled and we are renewed and we are just overflowing with that love that we are able to pour out and put others before us. But you need to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. You know, so many people are afraid of conflict, me being one of them at times, and I've gotten a lot better, thankfully, you know, that they, they begin to give up pieces of who they are and what they stand for to please people. Kids don't want to become a doctor for their parents, but their parents have done so much to provide for them. So instead, they kill their souls to go to medical school to please their parents, when in reality, they just want to create art because that's what God designed them to do. You know, you need to be okay with who you are and other people will be okay with the true you as well. But also often people try to validate themselves by being okay with themselves only if other people are okay with them. You know, if their friends are okay with who they are, then they're okay with themselves. But if their friends aren't okay with who they are, they, they can't be themselves anymore because, you know, they're getting their validation from the world rather than from Christ. And you need to make that very clear that you are not people-pleasing. You know, that you are surrounding yourself with people who are pouring into you and that you can pour into people that are pointing you back to Christ, you know, that have the same morals and values and standards. And it's time to get rid of this fear monster that we've created and blown way out of proportion in our heads. Because honestly, most of the time, it's, it's in our heads. We kill ourselves in fear so many times in our imagination. And we hurt ourselves so many times in our imagination than actually what would happen in reality. You know, like, oh, they're going to stop being my friend and all this kind of stuff. And you've already, like, created this entire argument in your head when they would simply understand you saying no and going to have alone time, you know? And once you remove the expectations from people, you remove their power to hurt you. Also often we put these expectations on ourselves that we think other people have for us to please them, to make them happy, that when they say one little thing, you know, it just, it snaps and it hurts and conflict is gonna be, is gonna happen. So are you gonna be conflicted and stress yourself out a week before you see them or are you going to address the situation at hand you gotta start living life for yourself and by that i mean living for christ and doing what he calls you to do following his will for your life not your will not your family's will not your friend's will that's what i mean because you can live your whole life trying to people please your parents People please your friends and be the most miserable, sufferable person on the planet. And you are living in your own suffering that you are choosing to create. It's not by anyone else's choice but your own. Because at the end of the day, you get to live with your choices. You get to live with your actions. Even if that means inaction. Because inaction is action. So I hope that you just take from this. If you're going to take anything from this today, you got to stop living life for your parents and your friends and whoever and start living life for Christ and living for yourself. Start pursuing what he's called you to live. The world doesn't need another so-and-so. They need you. They need what brings you to life. Because God created you and needed you with a unique and very unique and precious specific calling to spread the gospel in the area that he's called you to spread. 
you know you got to stop living other people's dreams and start dreaming of your own life and be okay with those dreams so what they don't look like your best friend's dreams they don't look how you, like your parents' dreams. You know that typical early 2000s dream of, no, dad, this is your dream, not mine, and like every Disney movie? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Start living the life that God has called you to live and stop people-pleasing. Once you stop people-pleasing, it will be the most freeing experience in your entire life because you get able to focus on you rather than all the other voices in your head, and it's hard, I know it's hard. I know it's hard because I deal with that on a constant basis because one of the best and hardest things about being a leader is leading by example and leading with those fearful expectations in the back of your head of you mess up and people are going to be disappointed in you, especially when you do live a very unconventional life. You don't go to college. You don't do a nine to five job like most people. You are choosing to walk the path that God's called you to walk and people are like, have fun doing that you know they don't believe in you it's hard but that's where you got to start believing in yourself you got to start believing that you actually have what it takes to succeed that you are worthy of succeeding and if you're a woman listening to this like a really great book that definitely helped me And if you're watching this on YouTube it's in the description below is the emotionally healthy woman by um, Jerry I cannot pronounce her last name so I'm not even gonna say it because I slaughter it so much but it's the emotionally healthy woman and it talks about ways to quit like the pleasing of others and it it has helped me tremendously just grow and go back to who i was before i started letting the world give input on who i was three learn to say no <laughs> simple as that learn to say no i mean it no is a very powerful word and you need to learn it in our dictionary and i mean that Part of learning not to people please and respecting yourself is learning to say no and be okay with the word no. The word no does not mean you don't love that person. The word no does not mean you do not do anything fun, that you are just a boring person. The word no does not have that negative side. It simply means that you are choosing to say no and open up your schedule to say yes to something else. Even if that yes is simply having an evening to yourself to relax and care, if you have to repeat to yourself daily, it's okay to say no. Saying no is healthy at times, do it. If you know that person constantly makes you feel negative, it's okay to say no and not go hang out with them. Stop letting the fear of peer pressure and pleasing make you say yes. If you already have a busy schedule for a week and somebody's like, oh hey, you should come do this, get rid of the FOMO out of your head and say no. That way you don't add something else to that busy schedule because you're not even going to enjoy that time with them because you're going to be so stressed about the next thing that you have to do that you're not going to even enjoy it. So saying no means saying yes to something else. You know, if you're constantly at church, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, this, that, the other, you know, and somebody's like, hey, can you help out with this event after church? Maybe it's time to say no so that way you have family time. You know, it's so you can say yes to things that are more important of value. And I'm not saying those things aren't important. I'm just saying self-care and whatnot is definitely important too. And sometimes that's why you'd simply say no. You know, because you need to have self-care time. You need to have that downtime just to get alone quiet with God. You know, it might mean saying no to your friends who are going out to eat and just have a good time in college. So that way you can say yes to freeing up your schedule to study for that exam that you have coming up and to save money. No, so you need to learn to say no. 
It is a very important skill. You will not regret learning it. And you got to be okay with saying no. Because also many times, and I myself included, have this thing of we get attached to like people pleasing and we are just afraid of saying no. You know, you're like, oh, but it would hurt their feelings. So what? They will get over it. It's okay to say no and they probably wouldn't take it that personal. They would probably understand. They would actually probably be proud of you for saying no because that's what you truly want instead of begrudgingly saying yes and then being like a fun sponge the entire time you're hanging out with them. Number four, know where to draw the line. Okay, take that invisible pencil and draw the line. A great example I like to use, like this is silly our topic, but drawing the line of like taking God's word above everything else. You have God's word at the top, a line, everything else. That means your opinions, worldly traditions, your parents' thoughts, your church's thoughts, everything else underneath. If God's word says it, that's what goes. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you feel or what everyone else around you is doing or what the culture has done for years. If it goes against God's word, he does not want that for you in your life. But going back to number four now of know where you draw the line. To create a healthy boundary means knowing where to draw the line. If you have a friend that does not respect your time and they are constantly 30 minutes late and they just and you've told them before if you feel disrespected in that when they do that or hey can we actually be on time you know and they are constantly showing up late when they are supposed to they are not respecting you and if you just keep letting them in a sense walk all over you with that you're not respecting yourself either because you are worthy of your time your time has value okay so stop letting people devalue who you are okay you are this precious person and if somebody does not see that and they do not respect that then maybe it's time to start surrounding yourself with people who actually do. You know, so maybe next time they make plans, you take a step back and you say no. And if they're like, oh, why not? Maybe tell them because you constantly are showing up 30 minutes late and that makes me feel disrespected, you know? Or if you have a friend that is constantly negative, you know, and they just get into these negative woe is me mindsets and they never want to find a solution and you've tried helping them, you tried listening to them. And I feel as Christians, we honestly we put this like thing over our heads in a sense of oh i have to be there and listen to all their suffering because if not i'm not being a good friend no being a good friend means sometimes firmly telling them the truth and loving them and being like listen you constantly being negative and not finding a solution is not healthy for you and is not healthy for me and that's where you maybe need to draw the line and create those healthy boundaries for yourself because if not maybe you're an empath or you're just a person that constantly gets negative when you go to leave them because all they do is constantly negative. And that's where you need to tell them and be like, listen, I love you as a friend, but I am not gonna sit here and listen to you constantly be negative about yourself and constantly complain because that is not self-caring, that is not healthy. God clearly tells us to focus on what is true and lovely. And if you are having a hard time to find a solution, you know, because people just, they become addicted to the negativity. And if you have unhealthy family members, let's say, that are constantly tearing you down, constantly putting you down to make themselves feel better, that's where you need to draw the line and confront them. Of, I do not like it when you talk to me that way. That does not make me feel loved. And if they continue to treat you that way, that's where you maybe need to step back and get yourself out of the situation. And it might mean saying no to family gatherings in the future. You know, if you, have a, if you got hired to do a certain job at a place and your boss is now 
asking you to do a bunch of things that you did not get hired to do. Like, yes, I understand doing different things. Of, hey, could you do this? I know it's not really your job. But if they are now basically taking advantage of you and going way over the line of how they should, of you got, let's say, hired to tutor a kid at their home, in-home tutoring, you know, and now they are asking you to clean the house. Okay, I get helping to light clean, but now if they're just like trashing the house and asking you to clean it, and then they're asking you to do all these different errands for them, that's not what you got hired to do. So that's where you are gonna have to go to them and be like, listen, this is what I got hired to do. I am not required to do these things and you need to go about it in a way and it might risk losing your job. But if it's that unhealthy, it's time for you to move on and know where you draw the line. Because if you do not have that line drawn in your head of this is how I should be treated, people are going to continue to cross that line and you're going to continue to be so negative about it and just complain and have a terrible day rather than doing something about it of no, this is how I'm to be treated. Do not treat me this way. If you have a friend that lies to you or talks behind your back or backstabs you in some way and you continue to allow that person in your circle, no, you need to draw the line. That is not how you should be treated. And that's where it goes back to knowing your worth and knowing your standards. Stop just being okay with your life. That's number five. Stop just being okay with your life. The final lesson I'm going to give today is stop just being okay with your life. So many people are like, I'm okay. Oh, it's okay. I can deal with it. It's okay. I, I'm good. You know, and they just, they put up with experiences and the way people treat them because we're okay with it. When the deep truth is, we're not. We're struggling inside. We don't like feeling that way. We don't like feeling belittled or taken advantage of or disrespected, but we're okay with it, you know? And you do not have to deal with people tearing you down and treating you that way. Stop being okay with it. Yes, there's a difference between being okay, you know? If things come my way, I'm going to be okay with the trials. Yes, life throws unexpected curveballs. That's where you have to learn to be okay with it. You know, of, okay, this is not where I plan to be this year. But you know what? I'm trusting that God has me where I am for a certain season. But the way that people treat you, stop being okay with that. People should not be belittling you. You know, if you have an overwhelming, busy life, you should not be okay with that. You should not be okay with being exhausted constantly, fried, burnt out, overscheduled, over busy with no downtime for self-care and alone time. You should not be okay with living the bare minimum life. It's simple as that. You know, it's time to start valuing yourself as highly as you value others and respect yourself and others by creating boundaries. And it starts with you creating healthy boundaries for yourself that you expect other people to meet. And you surround yourself with the people that you attract, you know? If you are constantly, if you don't value yourself, you're going to surround yourself most likely with people that don't value themselves either, you know, but if you start valuing yourself at a higher level, you're going to start finding those people. And if you are hanging around a bunch of people that aren't valuing themselves and respecting themselves, maybe it's time to find a different circle because you are most like the five people you hang around. It's been psychologically proven. And I maybe encourage you, get a planner. If you have a hard time with time management, and creating boundaries, get yourself a planner. And that I will put in the link below as well if you wanna go look for planners. You know, it's learning to balance a healthier lifestyle and to do that, you need boundaries. And I hope you prioritize and learn the soul-freeing habit of creating boundaries. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. You can check out the description below. I'm gonna have links where you can also follow and subscribe at. Please hit the subscribe button. It encourages me as much as it encourages you. If you were encouraged today, please comment down below and thank you so much. I'm your host, Destiny. Peace out. <laughs>